What exactly is a fantasy role-playing game? Tomes have been written on the range of choices within role-playing games, but here's my short version, filled with my own preferences and leanings, of course. In the broadest terms, it is a chimera, merging the elements of childhood make-believe with structured guidelines and mechanics seated in miniature war games or board games. Role-playing games bring people together to generate what is called a shared imaginary space, wherein we play make-believe together, using the rules of a gaming system to provide the framework without which we would disintegrate into chaos. Think of role-playing games as virtual reality machines, mixing imagination and rules so that we can escape into functional alternate realities called secondary worlds. Which secondary world you're playing in depends on the chosen genre, but in our case, it's dark age fantasy. Traditionally, Role-playing games have one person as the referee, called a game master, dungeon master, and so forth, with the other simply referred to as the players, who control their own characters called player characters, or PCs. Game masters, GMs, are like the AI governing the virtual reality software of the gaming world and their job is not a small one. They are responsible for creating, or perhaps interpreting the creations of others, secondary worlds, serving as referee for rulings, playing the roles of all GM-controlled characters, traditionally referred to as non-player characters, or NPCs, and the monsters that the player characters encounter with all of their choices and actions. The players focus on their energy taking on the roles of their characters, which should logically fit within the genre being played. Since this role-playing game is in the fantasy genre, the GMs will spend time with each player to familiarize them with that exact setting. Some will be heavily based on specific fantasy or ancient and dark age historical fiction, novels, and movies, while others are a mishmash of different sources. Restrictions must exist in role-playing games. A player cannot say, I want my character to be the smartest, strongest, deadliest warrior who is also the greatest wizard the world has ever seen. Instead, all player characters must be generated, usually with dice, to establish their attributes like intelligence, strength, speed, and so on. Choices are made by the players, assisted by the GMs, to determine their skills as well as background and personalities. The players act out and make the choices that they believe their characters would make and interact with others in the world as if they're characters. A large range of theatricality exists in these games. Some players are reserved while others work hard at giving dramatic representations to their character's persona. Once the character creation is completed, the player characters 
enter the world, seeing objects, traveling the lands, and interacting with people in this imaginary world as described by the Game Master. The abilities of the characters set the stage for what they can reasonably accomplish. For example, a player cannot declare that they succeed in scaling a 90 degree sheer cliff. Instead, they declare that they will attempt to climb it, and the game's rules give guidelines for success based on each character's skill in climbing. The Game Master arbitrates each ruling. Almost all role-playing games use dice to some degree to help determine outcomes. The GMs set up scenarios, usually called campaigns because of gaming heritage, that the player characters get embroiled in, sometimes appealing to those characters' greed like there's a king's hoard in that sunken, haunted ruin. Other campaigns call for more benevolence from the characters, requiring them to assist others in this world. For example, a remote village may be experiencing repeated murderous raids from strange, hitherto unseen creatures. The player characters would have the choice of helping through whichever avenue they choose to follow. Player characters should be given options, sometimes a multitude of them, and the game masters must determine how each action affects that scenario. Over 40 years ago, role-playing games sprouted out of tabletop miniature wargaming, and therefore combat is a common event. Based on which game you're playing, the combat rules may be minimal or expansive, comic bookish or realistic. Player characters frequently encounter dangerous situations from one source or another and can potentially die. When that happens, the player must create a new character who the GM will introduce into that current campaign. So what then is an RPG system? The above gives a sketch of what RPGs are all about. But what about the many systems that are out there? RPG systems are the mixture of methods, mechanics, and usually the settings made by the game's creators. To break it down briefly, methods are how we implement and explore different aspects of play, like what kinds and levels of information are given to the players, or who makes what kinds of roles for specific determinations. Mechanics are the specific rules, the algorithms showing the chances of success, and which, if any, dice are to be used, usually by cross-referencing various charts and tables. Settings are the specific secondary worlds that the system's creators uh, feel fit that system the best. So this is just a sketch of RPGs, but it gives newcomers enough to get started. If you're new to RPGs, don't let any book, regardless of its mass or the huge charts therein, daunt you. You don't need to master a role-playing game before playing it with your friends. In fact, that would just be impossible. 
we learn by doing, and this is especially true with role-playing games. Here's a vital principle, and one which even veteran role-players forget. The RPG system is the servant, not the master. Role-playing games are not SATs, which you must study and pass. An RPG is crafted to help gamers adjudicate the reality of the secondary worlds, giving guidelines to the chances of success when different attempts are made. RPG systems exist to enrich our experience by providing a needed structure to reality of the secondary worlds, not to obstruct our return to make-believe. <laughs>